What's so funny? Why are you over here giggling? I didn't know you started. We've been doing this podcast. Was this podcast eleven? Yeah. And now he, he don't know we started. Nope. <laughs> you don't know when. He you know started. what? You are something else. You don't you know when he really started. Something else. I don't know. I don't know when he started. But if you always true, it's never an issue. Just always be true to yourself. All right. And now you calling the Lord's name in vain. It's it's like it's just you do what you want, man. What do you want to get into, man? I don't know. We should find a good place to start, though. Let <laughs> me start by introducing ourselves. Nah, that's why people should know who we are by now. Because <laughs> we always seem to skip the the intro. Mm-mm. I feel like people should be able to listen and just know who is who. I got a pretty famous voice, even though it's ragging right now. Yeah, like obviously everybody knows this is John Williams right now. Right. Pac-Man, the one and only. Yeah, I guess they could tell this is Bubby talking right here. Yeah, New York stand-up. What's good, B? All right, chill out. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm still John Dennis. <laughs> what do you mean? We're all still ourselves. No, nah, we got somebody new. Who is this? sound like John Dennis. Mm-mm. A little raspy over there. A little bit. <clears throat> Getting over a voice thing. I don't know. It's been like this for like a week now. And I've debated whether or not we we're going to do the podcast. But we should, you should prank call people. I should. I used to be big on that. I have your your daughter. Whoa. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> Let's play a game. Yeah, would you like to play a game? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Anybody got any? Right, can y'all do any impersonations? No, but I feel like you can because you brought it up. No, I just felt like that's what we were doing, so I tried to play along. I was like, <laughs> I was just saying quotes from movies. I really wasn't doing the full. No, you put your whole life. You put your. <laughs> you should have saw him. He was doing the little bike. He was riding a little bike while he said, I "Want to play?" <laughs> He's really a character over here. I used to be able to do a good Patrick in a voice, but you can't tell it right now. Let's go. Let's hear it. Oh, <laughs> on the spot. I Wumbo. <laughs> you Wumbo. He, she, we. Wumbo. Wombology? The study of Wumbo? I can't do it. The voice is too. Uh, too <laughs> that wasn't bad, though. I feel like. Good. Yeah, we. I think we all got it. Wait, what's that show that, like, one guy does, like, three different characters on there? <laughs> Every cartoon ever? It's surpri- um, I feel like it's the Rugrats or something, but they said that they were like. This guy does all of these characters. So now Latham does Huey and Riley on uh, Boondocks. Oh, yeah, true. Which I think is so dope, because think about how many scenes they have conversations together. So. Wait, 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 really? You ain't not? No. Yeah, she does the voice of both. I got to look it up. I feel like it's Shout out to Marco uh, on Instagram is Mastermind Collections, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Masterminds Connect. Oh, my fault. <laughs> what did I say? Collection? Yeah. 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 Hey. You're, still, you're still in uh, your job mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, my man know I follow him, so we all good. But mainly the reason I was getting at this is uh, in February, he was doing like, um, like he's doing Black History Month. Right. And one of, because he, he's an artist. So one of the pictures that he did was uh, Sanaa Latham, um, her caricature. But she's like holding Riley. That's really cool. And, um, and Huey, Huey. Yeah. and it looks like they're like her sons, and it, it was it was dope. Like that was probably my favorite one that he did. But yeah, she does the voice of both of them. There's like a lot of there's a lot of characters that do that, and they have to have a conversation with themselves, right? Which is so tough. It is hard because you have yeah. to like come at it with two different like points of view and like really encapsulate those characters. Yeah, and you're, you're arguing your, with your yeah. like with yourself. But you have to like per- in order for you to do it well, your personality, like the personality of each character has to shine out individually. Yeah. You know, and it's hard to do that and she does a really good job. I think the only thing that's harder than that is what I have to do every Monday and that's argue with two brick walls mm. and you two. I, that's the only thing I think is 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 more difficult. You think so? Yeah, I'd pat myself on the back. Wow. Such a such a martyr. Thank you for all that you do. I try. <laughs> Me and Sonal Latham, man. We just <laughs> we should just get married. Shoot your shot, bro. I'll tag, her, I'll tag her when I release the podcast on the Twitter. All right. Well, that was me shooting my shot. It's followed up with an offensive rebound and a putback. Right. Um, because I know I clearly missed that time. Right. But I, that's worked for a couple people. Right. Didn't work for UCF. No. It, it, it worked for Zion. Well, you know, Zion. <laughs> it didn't work for Zion. If I compare my Wow, I'm bold today. I'm comparing myself to Zion and I'm shooting my shot at Sun Island, Latham. That's Listen, a beautiful man, thing. Don't you, there's only one life you have to live. You have to live it well, right? Clearly, I'm trying. <laughs> I believe that. 
I believe that. No, but for us, now, what's up? Yeah. Um, so what are we... <laughs> are we getting into March Madness now, officially? Cause I was trying to like segue into that, but you wanted to go back to shooting we did, the shot. We would definitely that was a, a smooth segue, and you're like... Hey, man, I'm over three, baby. What a- <laughs> Shooters, like, shooters got to shoot. He threw the alley, but he missed the uh, putbacks. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> speaking speaking of March Madness. Duke survives. They did. That's Against exactly UCF. what they did. Yeah, because that was not... <laughs> that was real close. You thought, you know, because everyone thought Duke was the best team coming into this uh, this tournament. People UCF said they beat the Cavs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's not forget that that was an argument. Could they oh, beat the Cavs? I thought you were kidding. Wait. No, no, no. That was a serious argument. People really? were saying that they, they would be able to do that. They until they the took their team. first loss. Before they took their first loss, it was this team could beat right. the Cavaliers. Right. Um, and crazy. no one thought of UCF as being a legitimate contender this year, even with that 19 foot tall. Only on uh, Tuesdays. <laughs> extraterrestrial. <laughs> they've got you know, in Taco. It, I mean. That was a heck of a matchup. It yeah. came down to the wire. Probably one of the best games in the tournament yet, I would say. Hopefully not the best game. No. Hopefully. I hope, yeah. No, I hope we get good, some more. Though. But it was, it was definitely one of the best so far in the yeah. tournament. Again, Duke survives. Are they still, would you still consider them the favorite to go all the way now? Seeing as, you know, they may be faltering against some lower level teams like UCF? Uh, they got to run into, who, Virginia at some point? I think so, yeah. That might be a tough game for them. The only reason I still like them is because if it's one thing I've learned, is good teams find a way to win. Plain and simple. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it was ugly. It didn't, it didn't look the best. But as a good team, when things aren't going the way you know you expect, when it's kind of against the, uh, you know, the plan that you drew up for for the week. At the end of the day, if you're a good team, you're going to find a way to win. You know what I mean? And I think Zion did that. I think the, the team did that. So. I still like them. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say no just because a UCF team that's motivated and has, you know, Taco standing in the middle of their of their defense. It's kind of hard just to say that just because they had a close game with them that you know they're no longer favorites in the tournament. I still think right. they're. And if anything, it probably helps them now because now they're battle yeah. tested, so they're ready. They've seen. Yeah, it's like a slap in the face without being completely knocked out. It's like okay, it's enough to. You can't enough sleep. To you can't up. sleep through the tournament. You really got to no. play. Bring your A game every single game. Yeah. Um, I just I get reminded every year of how dominant ACC basketball is. Like looking at the tournament and how many ACC teams are still in it. Florida State. Everyone who was in the uh, the final four of the ACC bracket is still in there. Virginia, uh, Florida State, Duke, and, and North Carolina. Obviously, are you guys hoping for a a, a Duke a UNC rematch in the in the mm-hmm. final? So, who do you guys have? In the I game? think everybody is, and the powers that be might make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> By the powers that be, I mean the refs. <laughs> I, I think when's the last time that has happened in the championship game? I don't know if they've ever played four times in a. Uh, in a season, I know that I think they played at least once, three times, maybe multiple times, three times. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm I'm sure it's it's, it's had to have happened before though, because if you think about, it, they're guaranteed to play twice conference tournament. Then you know I'm sure they run into the in the regional tournament for. I mean, well the playoff. That's that D two mentality, man. That regional. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm not mad at all the teams that are that are left. Um, like I said, they're going to have to run into Virginia at some point. I think that's going to be a good game to watch. I can't silence your phone during the podcast. Who was that? Come on, John. You got that was Bubby. You should know better by now. Don't lie. That's well, crazy. Mondays, well, you lied on me last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Do you want to talk about the game, though? Like, I think UCF had a lot of chances that they blew more than, uh, more than Duke did. No, for sure. I think, you know, it, it hurts them because – you look at a guy like Taco who who is, you know, I think on the year he's averaging like, uh, I think it's 11 and 7. So, I mean, obviously you can't play him substantial amount of minutes. He kind of reminds me of Bobin um, from the Clippers, now plays um, with the Sixers. You know, it's like he can be very dominant in the time that he's out there, but it's hard for them to stay on the court for as long as for as long as you would like. Also, they don't move always the best. You got to really get good matchups and things like that. Um, so yeah. it's tough. I think against Duke, though, he was like the, the perfect answer. Yeah. The only thing was he is in foul trouble, so he couldn't stay on the on the court to to do anything because he doesn't necessarily have to score, but 
you see like his presence in the lane. Altering shots. Rebounding. Yeah. A lot of the second chance rebounds that Duke got, they may not have got if he was in the game. Because even if he's not getting the rebound himself, a person like that commands so much attention, you know, that he can go somewhere else. Now I definitely agree with yeah. that. He's also a bailout on offense, shot clock running down. <laughs> let's just let's throw it there the backboard and <laughs> he's the tallest one, so just get it up there to him. So that it, too. If his foul on Zion was only his fourth foul and he stays in the game mm-hmm. for that missed free throw, does he get the rebound? So wait, let, let's set the scene. So he Zion goes up, he hits the shot there. What? The am, it it's was tied the am, or they're down? The M1 uh, tied it? The N one uh, put them down by one. They were down by three. Okay. So scores the layup, two points, they're down by one. Okay. Um, Taco, no, that's his fifth, so he's sitting. He's no longer in the game, fouled out, and that's what I believe allowed them to get the offensive rebound. Now, mind you, whoever came in the game for Taco should have known we're up one. We have to box out here. I yeah. think every, anybody knows that, but does it help having a 7-6 center out there on the floor a when bit. you need a, a game-winning rebound? <laughs> a little bit. I would say, like, you know, from my perspective, I would say yes. Yeah. Like, if we're going to measure it, probably like, right. how, so, much, like how much time was on the clock? <laughs> I was, was going to hold my hand up so <laughs> Um, I think there was like roughly around like 12 seconds left somewhere somewhere around there. It was enough time for them to get an offensive rebound, put it back up. It's also enough time for um, UCF to kind of run that brush screen to the right side, get a decent shot off the backboard. It was a, it was a good look, and then also get a tip in. So it had to be roughly around like 12 seconds left, something somewhere around there. Yeah. <sighs> no tacos. <laughs> Ran out. I don't know. The fresh guy. out. Who's fresh the, out of time. <laughs> who's the coach or something? What was his name? What? The coach's son who was scoring most of their points. Oh. Or UCF. Ah, uh, hold on. First of all, the, the announcers, nobody can pronounce UCF. <laughs> it was like UFC, <laughs> UCC. Like, I guess people haven't heard. Like, we hear ICBC. About <laughs> College. Aubrey Dawkins is his name. Yeah. 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 It was good. But he, he, he had a couple bonehead plays that you can say costed them. I mean, he missed the alley, which caused like a whole point swing because they were like, they were up like six or something like that. Yeah, okay. Or would have put them up six, and instead they missed, and then Duke came down. Four point swing. Oh yes. yeah, okay, five points. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I mean, but it's it's always, and I feel like it's always hard when you get into that aspect of it because, okay, yeah, he made a couple, he may have made a couple mistakes towards the end, but you you're also not in that situation if he doesn't play the way that he's played beforehand. Right, but nobody, including himself, remembers that. Like at at the end of the game, he only thing he's thinking about is uh, if if I would have made this shot, if I would have made that tip in, and that's that's kind of hard because you don't see like all the shots that kept them in the game. Yeah, but that he hit hundred percent, and, and I feel like as a competitor, that's how you should think. Right, but as a person who that outcome of that game has nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know, it's easier for me to look at it and say, well, we're not in this situation if if you don't put us in the situation. The fact that you were able to get a tip in shows how bad you wanted it. You know, other people aren't you know, other people are sitting to watch and see what happens and here you are following it up because yeah, obviously you want you know what I mean? Out. Like so I feel like as a competitor, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hang his head on that. There's gonna be people who 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 will play some blame on him and things like that. But I think he had I think he had a good game. I think you I think they had a good game. Like nobody was you went to see the matchup of Taco and Zion. Well, not really the matchup, but kind of see those two yeah. collide <laughs> at the rim at times. But um, you know, no one I don't think anyone expected a game like that. I like dude. They, they don't back <laughs> they don't back down, especially Zion. Like he clearly has high expectations yeah. for for him to perform, and I don't even if he if he comes in and gets blocked his first two shots or misses like his first three shots, he's still gonna go to the rim and do what he can do best. So I'm excited to see how far they can go. And when in doubt, just blame it on the fact that he's a freshman. He's a freshman. <laughs> Speaking of freshmen, speaking of, uh, people are making a big deal. About Izzo being a little hard on, on his little freshman, who I guess relatively are, are not I little. Cause say, <laughs> yeah. But, but what's your take on that? I, I mean, we live in a kind of a, a soft society nowadays where if you say if you say the wrong thing at the wrong time, everybody can get in trouble. That's why I can't voice my opinion like right. I want to on the podcast. You guys, only, <laughs> you guys can only imagine what I really want to say. No, I'm joking. 
<laughs> well, like, well, let, your... me set, let me set the scene. Okay. If you don't know, at some point during the uh, during Michigan State's game against Bradley, uh, Tom Izzo kind of got into it a little bit with uh, freshman forward Aaron Henry, and it, things got a little heated between uh, between the two of them, mainly on, on Izzo's side. You can see Izzo you know, very visibly frustrated, getting in his face, and, and I don't know, there, there's been a lot of... of you know, people talking on one side or the other. Um, I want to get your thoughts on it, Bubby. So me personally, and I, and I, you know, I love Twitter and everything. So I, seeing his uh, fist balled up like the author meme, I thought oh, yeah, was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it's like, I don't think he crossed a line. You know, we talked about this a little bit earlier. When you, when you become a teammate, that's a family. You know what I mean, and you could kind of see some of the some of the older guys like Draymond, um, you know, some of Izzo's former players kind of chiming in, like, no, that's that's Izzo, that's that, that's how it works. You know, that's that's the family atmosphere. Right. You know, he he gives you that because of what he expects from you as well. You know what I mean? And um, I think the biggest takeaway for me was that people are trying to paint it as he's he lo- he lost his cool. He's like kind of just taking it too far yeah but some people call it like a like verbally abusive yeah and and the reason i don't i wouldn't go that far is because um if you look who broke it up you know what i mean like if security had to step in clearly he's gone too far if assistant coaches have to step in then you know maybe it's something to talk about the fact that it was his seniors on the team they were like coach coach we cool we got it you know what i mean like come, come back down we're gonna talk to him yeah. Or, you know, they kind of calmed him down. Clearly, he still has that consciousness. Like, he understands those seniors have earned that right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the few programs that does have a lot of four-year seniors. You know what I mean? Sure. He, he gets guys in, he, he builds that mold, and then he sends them on their way. You know what I mean? It, it seems like a family. So, in my opinion, it looks like a freshman who a coach was upset with. And, you know, he was losing his goal. That's a big part of the, that's, this is what you play for. Right. And it's March Madness. Yeah, the stakes are high. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you win or you go home. You know what I mean? And his job is on the line. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think he took it too far. Um, I think it's a side that not a lot of people today see because I think we're soft now. You know, everybody does the whole participation trophy uh, discussion and things like that. But I, I saw a coach who wanted to win. I saw a team who also wanted to win and who, who reacted well mm-hmm. to 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 the coach's message, right? And and to to Izzo's credit, um, Henry came out and said, "Listen, let's just. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. We, there's an understanding there between me and him, and that and that dynamic that we have." John, 100%. I, w- I want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with it. I think it kind of builds a good like how do I say it like mental toughness in in your players when you when you're able to scream on them like that in in the heat of the moment, get excited like that. One thing I'll say is these freshmen, when they come into the school, you know, a lot of times for a good D1 school like this, a well-known coach, you pretty much know what you're getting and you have a choice of which school you go to. So by you signing with that school, most likely it's because you like his coaching style and you want that toughness to, you know, maybe get you ready for the next level. So Hmm. a lot of the times we got to we can't look at what we see like on TV and we got to understand that behind the scenes he may be the greatest mentor. He may um, talk to them in a completely different tone. And right. then when it comes time to playing and emotions get involved, um, I think it, it, it can change. But I think it changes for the good because me, myself, I wouldn't want to play for a coach who's constantly laid back the whole time and um, concerned about your feelings and stuff. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes we'll, you get it. Sometimes yeah, you it's, don't, it's March Madness. So I need somebody to be mad sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so it's in the name, and so right, right, right. So I, I, I want my coach to be fired up because a lot of times it rubs off on your other players, and um, you know I think it, it gets them ready for the for the next level. As right. long as you don't put your hands on somebody, I think that's when the, when everything changes. That's yeah. true. I will I will say to you know to play devil's advocate a little bit. I would say that it's. It's a dynamic that's been in sports for a long, long time. I remember, I mean, when I was playing in, in high school, I had I had coaches. Some of them were yellers, some of them were not. My I played offensive line, and my offensive line coach was a yeller. He loved like to get in your face and tell you, "Listen, like you need to do a better job." Like, yeah, you know, all this stuff, and it it works. It, it is a motivator for some people. I just feel like in that situation, it's it's tough because you don't. You don't see that style of coaching in the NBA, right? Eh? There, 
Not as much. You can't. You can't tell me that you could really concede Luke Walton laying into LeBron when LeBron doesn't well, hustle back. Maybe on pop. You pick the let's most. Use, yeah, let's but, use. Let's use another you know, code. You pop. Think about the um, Fizdale. Thibodeau. Yeah. Like there's a lot of there's a lot more select people. few. I get I get what you're saying though because they're professionals. They're old, right. Old, I just yeah. think I think that there's a there's a power well. imbalance there between the guy who's getting paid tens tens of million dollars or whatever it is to be the head coach of, of a program, right? And a lot of times these coaches for these NCAA programs are the highest paid you know officials by the by the government because they go to you know public schools or whatever, right? And these guys who are playing basically for tuition, uh, room and board, and, and three three square meals a day, right? And these kids don't have the the same kind of power that these coaches have. These kids are all playing for a lot of, especially when you get to like the D one level. They're playing for Izzo because they want to eventually get into the league. They know that they're they have a chance to win a national championship in, in college, but they know that he's a good coach. From a from a fundamental standpoint, where he can build you as a player and get you to the point where you can you know potentially compete in the NBA, and these these kids aren't going to stand up to a coach like that because they're going to hit the end of the bench and their NBA dream their NBA dreams are going to be gone. And I feel like that's that's the the filter that you kind of have to have on some of these issues where it's like, okay, you can you can be passionate, you can be. You know, you you can raise your voice a little bit, but I think that getting in someone's face like that when there is that kind of power dynamic is a little I don't know icky to me in some ways because one guy is getting paid, the other guy is an amateur. Like I'm not like if my boss came and said like, hey, you know, you're not doing a good job, you know, in in what you do, and you know, you need to do better, and like got in my face and screamed like that. First off, I would be upset and I'd probably look for another job because I'm not going to deal with that. I'm a grown man. And I don't I don't like being talked to like that, but. It's a difference when you're getting when you're getting paid for it. Yeah, but I see, and I feel like that that whole dynamic is different though, because at a job I'm hired to do a job. Like I I go through screening, I you know I go through the the onboarding process to right. do a job. So I know what my job is. For you to there's yelling and screaming isn't necessarily like there's no coaching in in what my job entails. You know what I mean? So you're not. You're literally just yelling and screaming. Hmm. In this situation, he's literally hired to be their coach, though. So, like, in that circumstance, and I'm not, obviously, I'm, this is not the reason why he's yelling, but in a gym that's that loud, you know what I mean, with that much going on, and a media timeout where I have, you know, a short time to convey a huge message across to you. I got to right. let you know how angry I am, but still get you back to the huddle so that I can give the whole team their message as right. well. It's like, I got to yell. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why he's yelling, but like I got to get my message across to you right now as a coach that it's like you're messing up. Obviously, I want you out there, but you haven't earned a long enough leash where I can talk to you like this, where I can say, right. where I can say, hey, Draymond, come on. What are you doing, Draymond? Yeah. You're a senior. You know better than that. You know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like seniors get that because it's like, yo, we've been through this. How many times do I have to tell you? But as a freshman and you're playing in this situation in this big of a game, it's like, yo, what are you what are you doing? You're that you're you that little kid playing in the more. street. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like right. yo yo. What do you you can't do this? It's, right. You you don't have that leash yet where I can talk to you. Now you know it's there's a whole lot. Like I said, we don't. And John I think made a, a great point. We don't see Tom Izzo the mentor. We just see Tom Izzo the microphone. We see him yelling. We don't know what he's doing behind closed doors. Right. There's a reason why that. There's a reason why uh, Henry, along with Draymond and other guys who have played for Izzo in the past, don't get upset. Right, you know what I mean. They they know the whole the whole thing. Right. So I mean, would you I mean would you say that there is some room maybe to like in the future maybe not get as animated and maybe not get as vision like you know I don't know what's the word I'm looking for like he looked really really angry yeah right it probably it really is, was is, <laughs> yeah is there like a middle ground to be like maybe like hey like maybe tone it down like a little you you can you can express your point you can yell but like maybe like not like rush at a player like that need to be held back by other people go I, ahead I, I don't see it wrong, <laughs> yeah. and then if you think about like all the games they play for the entire year and we just now see something like this and react to it it's kind of hard to like base his whole uh season on on his on his coaching style based on that one clip right because Go ahead. No, no, no. That's that's a good. And I guess you know because I kind of told you guys when we were talking about this earlier. Like I've been in a situation like this, and I didn't react the same way as he reacted. There's different things. Like I don't, I don't think I necessarily had the relationship with my coach that he has with Izzo. For right. one, for two, my coach actually did put hands on me. 
Right. Uh, no, this wasn't Coach Link, was it? No, 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 never, no, no. never. Okay. All right. <laughs> shout out, shout out, my boy. Link know better. He know how to yeah, put yeah, no yeah. hands on me. <laughs> I'll send him the link. It's like, no. But, you know, the coach had kind of put his hand on my hip to kind of get me out of the way. And it was like some arguments. And we had to talk in uh, in his office later. And, you know, that was my whole thing was like, listen, I'm, I understand that I'm a freshman. I'm young. I want to get better at this game. I love basketball. But I came here to get coached. And you putting your hands on me, you know, yelling like that, that's not coaching me. And that was my only point. And we had – it got a little further than that little discussion happened, you know, whatever. We'll leave it at that. Right. <laughs> but I don't think our altercation was the same as what happened here. Like, this is genuinely somebody. And, and the, the fact that he reacted the way he did, the player and the coach and the coaching staff and everybody, I, I, I think people are looking for sort Like, people want to get upset about this. Sure. Yeah. So stop, John. All right. I'm just, I was playing devil's advocate. <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, just I, saying, no, I'm just playing with you. I'm just saying. I've been yelled at before. It was fine. I didn't feel like any worse as a person when I got yelled at. I was just like, hey, maybe not yell at me so much anymore. But then again, I probably should have done better. As long as it don't say, go get a switch. Ooh. <laughs> if you tell her, go get a switch, then yeah, it's over. <laughs> anyway, transitioning. What do we got next on the agenda? Agenda? I thought we was just out here having fun. Ooh. We out here. We got, y'all got notes? Yeah. <laughs> Bubby just shows up and talks, man. That's it. You, you give him you give him a topic and he gives his take and that's it. And man, that's how I'm gonna be until I retire, man. It's a take machine until until I quit. <laughs> Speaking of retire, ooh, <laughs> you see that transition? I like transition, that. man. Uh, we were talking about because remember I was telling D you, D Wade. Oh my god! Yes, the D Wade retirement party. How could I forget? <laughs> no, my goodness, six we'll man. Get, listen, we'll, get back, it up, we'll get back to D Wade when we talk when we talk basketball. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. hold on. When we talk NBA, I mean, hold on. <laughs> Actually, what I was talking about, we were we were going over some different coaches. We were talking about, uh, you know, NBA players being coaches, talking about Jason Kidd. And I mentioned to you that Jason Kidd played with um, Tony Gonzalez. What? Yeah, in Wait. college. And Kyle, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez right, yeah. was was his power forward for Jason Kidd. That's right. And then we start talking about tight ends, and this is whole, the whole retirement. Uh, so my question to you, and I know we had kind of discussed this a little bit. Well, the big news, of course, is that Rob Gronkowski just announced his retirement. Yes, yes. Which I'm happy about. Maybe this makes things a little harder for You're Tom Brady. You're happy about. Uh, like, <laughs> listen, man, I'm a Dolphins fan. You only got to tell me how happy <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> but but let me ask you, so. Of all time, I, I love Tony Gonzalez. I think he's probably my favorite tight end of all time. Do you think that Gronkowski finished his, his career the best tight end of all time? Um, I would say, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's he doesn't have the longevity that some of the other guys had. But when you look at his body of work, in, in, in a nine-year career is not a short career, right? He had a couple of years where he uh, he got injured, missed you know a large portion of the season. How many games did it? What was it that he played? One hundred and fifteen. That Gronk played. Yeah, total. Okay, and when you look at some of the other guys who are in the you know top five of tight ends, those guys all played probably more than two hundred games, right? But nine nine years is not a short career. You know, you, when you when you look at you know how the the length of your career you know can kind of uh, take away from your uh, your Hall of Fame resume, if you will, right? But nine years is still a long time. I don't think you should have anything taken away from him for that. And when you look at the the like the the production that he had over that time span, you have to put him in number one. How many touchdowns did he have? Seventy nine touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, seventy nine touchdowns. But and I get I get what you're saying. But just like I'm not going to penalize him for for not having that longevity, I'm not going to penalize other guys like. I feel like that's a big part of your career. You know, we talked about how running backs, they typically don't last as long as right. other positions and things like that. For guys like Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates to play as long as, like Antonio Gates is still playing. Right. He was on my fantasy team for periods of, of right. time. He's not the Antonio Gates of old, but no, he's, no, no, no. he's, you know, he's serviceable. Antonio Fences. But, <laughs> God, please stop. <laughs> but listen, for them to play as long as they played, I just feel like that's that it, that in itself is another accolade. And the fact that they're still putting up stats, like okay, for instance, we talked um, Rob Gronkowski, 
<laughs> Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> 115 games, 7,861 yards. You look at Tony Gonzalez. He's played 270, so about a little bit, a little more than uh, twice as many. But he also has more than twice as many yards. He has 15,000 yards. So it's like you still have to produce in those latter years of your career. And I feel like Tony Gonzalez, who by some is the number one ranked tight end, I think that he's shown that over that that longevity. Because there's there's lots of guys who come into the come into the league, even even basketball, put up a couple good years, and yeah, you have to compare them. Right. But I'm not taking away. And I mean, we all, we didn't even talk about Twitter's uh, you know favorite uncle Shannon Sharp, who's who's not <laughs> far from Black and Miles <laughs> Miles and them yak, right? Listen, I feel like when we get Shannon Sharp on this podcast, we've made it. It ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I got some connections. Yeah. We get Shannon Sharp. We get Shannon Sharp on this podcast, and we made it. Like if, first 100%. off, if, if we get Shannon Sharp on this podcast, I'm saying he's the best tight end of all time. I think it's Gronk personally. Yeah, we. But if we'll, he gets we'll on here, he's the, episode. No, nah, if he gets on here, if he gets on here, he'll be second behind Tony Gonzalez. He's like, so still. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Now I'll bump him up a couple of spots, but he has to bring. If he come, okay, and this is my proposal because you know I'm I'm all about treating our guests right. Right, of course. Shannon Sharp, you come to the podcast. Got a bottle of Hennessy. Ooh. You know what? I take that back. I'll let you pick whatever bottle he wants. 100%. Yeah. He pick whatever bottle he wants, and I'll buy him a pack of Black and Miles. Mm. Like a whole box. Wow. Yeah. We're not talking just like the single serving. No, no, here. sir. A box of Black and Miles and any bottle he wants. Right. Wood tip, though, right? You got to go to the wood tip. Oh, of course. I, I got respect. I got <laughs> respect for the OG. Like, I'm not, I'm not out here just acting crazy. We got to throw a LeBron post up here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Get him a goat mask and everything. Listen, <laughs> just Shannon, <laughs> come through. Because he got three Super Bowl rings, too. Like, if you want to talk about Gronk, right? Right, yeah, three Super Bowl rings. And everybody wants to talk about, uh, you know, the fact that he played with Elway. Okay, Gronk played with Tom. Yeah, true. Tony didn't play with anybody. Exactly. Literally. He didn't play with anybody. I mean, Trent Green, he was okay. Not a bad quarterback, but he's not Tom Brady. No. He's not Elway. So, I feel like those are the – and I like Antonio Gates. I, I you want play with Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is going to the Hall. He is. But, you know, so so that's where we're going. I'm going – I'm keeping Tony. I got I got Uncle Sharp uh, in my 2-3 spot. And Gronk is around the 2-3 spot. Antonio Gates is – Okay, so you're saying Tony's, Tony's up there, number one, and then it's a clear. coin flip between um, – Gronk and, uh, and Shannon Sharp, between Gr- Gronk, Shannon Sharp, and Antonio Gates. Okay, so, the, so it's a three-sided three, four coin. Is it's a three-sided three. coin. Okay, I don't know yeah. what they call that, but me neither. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna flip that. <laughs> That's the coin we're gonna start flipping for all NFL overtimes. All right, yeah, That's interesting. I don't know. I I would say like with the, with the production that he had, and, and like you said, you, you can take some points off because he played with a Hall of Fame quarterback. But I mean, Gronk is is one of those guys. He had an all-around game. He was a phenomenal blocker. He was so versatile. He's quick. He was huge. He had hands like you wouldn't believe. I just, I don't know, man. I got I to gotta put Gronk number one overall, and it's like a 1A, 1B with Tony Gonzalez. Because I do think that if you give Tony Gonzalez a better quarterback, he puts up better numbers. But, 14-time pro bowler. Yeah, he's insane. I don't know. <laughs> but you, you, what, what about you, John? What do you, what do you, what's your top three here? Because I got I, I, I probably Antonio Gates right before uh, Shannon got, Sharp, personally. I got Tony Gonzalez at one, okay. Antonio Gates at two, and probably Gronkowski at three. Okay, okay. Now, <laughs> dude, stop cheating off my test. <laughs> <laughs> you one of them, man. huh? <laughs> we we got to say that Gronk is the number one partier of, of all time, though, in the NFL, right? At I least during don't. modern era. I don't know. I can't speak to to what happened in the in the eighties and the nineties. That's what I was saying. Because you know. during this era, will, they they did some party too. If we go, if we go in all sports, no, well, I'm talking just football. Okay. Or that coach for the Dolphins. Oh my goodness! Yeah, well, he did a lot of party too. But that's <laughs> that weird. I'm not even going. It's a different kind of party. Yeah, it's too far. It's <laughs> oh, a lot I won't touch. <laughs> Anyways, transitioning. Do we got some some basketball stuff to talk about? D Wade's retirement party, Sixth Man of the Year candidate. Mm. No, he's not. What do you mean? He is not a Sixth Man of the Year candidate. How? Can you name four ahead of him? I can name two off of one team: Lou Will and Montrezl. You can't have two guys How on the same team. Six men, because they both come off the bench. One will be six, six and one will be seven. 
that's not that's not really the definition of the mm. of the award. But okay, um, do they come off the bench at the same time? It's not six they, men. They really do. That's the crazy <laughs> thing. They lead that second unit. I'm telling you. Can we get a statistic? I have like both of them on my first. on my fantasy team. <laughs> who stands yeah, up? Yeah, like wow. when, when they can bring him up off the uh, off the bench. <laughs> who else can I put? Who else can I put on that list? Um, scary man. I don't know. Who else can I put on that list? I, all right, D Wade is tenth on the six man of the what? year. What? Who, who they have ahead of him? I'm about to tell you. They That's have D Wade at That's nine. They have Bogan Bogdanovich, who definitely deserves it. He's been hooping. At eight, they have Montrez Harrell. Thank you. At seven, they have Lou Williams. <laughs> Thank. Why don't y'all listen to me? They got Sabonis for the Indiana Pacers, who Julius Randle and Nikola Meritic. Who Nikola Meritek can't get it anymore because he now plays for the Bucks and he's not playing well. But Julius Randle still can get it. They have Terrence Ross oh, hey, at the fourth. Oh. I said who can get it. Wow, Paul. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder. OKC. Derek Rose. Have have we forgot? I don't know, but D Rose hasn't really been as many have as fallen, but Derek Rose. If you had told me like early, like earlier in the season when D Rose is having like those like fifty points, did he drop a fifty burger at the beginning of this year? Yeah, Spencer so Dinwiddie. Has, yeah, yeah, Dinwiddie's good. That, that's a good. And option. the Nets are actually going to make the playoffs too. So, so he, playoffs. I don't know. Yeah. The, what, what, what did the article you came out? What, when did the article come out that you just mentioned? Why don't the glue stick to the inside? Look, of the I'm looking bottom. at it right now. It says December 16th, 2018. Your research is out of date. Dwayne Wade deserves with the with the come on that he's had. Boy, the last Paul. Few weeks. <laughs> hey, yo. What? Hey yo. Are y'all taking it there, man? It's, it's a family show. My family would have laughed at that. He said Julius could get it. So we know. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. <laughs> I thought we were talking about basketball, but I thought I was too. I don't know why y'all try to make it make it into something. Ain't how I feel. Listen, we still. Yeah, I'm sorry. I could. Yeah, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Julius Randle, Spencer Dinwiddie, Fred Van Fleet. I would even give over him. He's been stepping up on all of Kawhi's rest days. He's been stepping up when Kyle Lowry's been injured. He's had a little injury himself and bounced back. I'm just really naming all the guys on my fantasy basketball team. It seems like it. We would still, we're still going to win. All right. I think we're back now. That's crazy. D-Wade is not even on this list. When was that I'm list? in the 30s right now. When was the list written? Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Carmelo Anthony is on that list. Yeah, get out of here with that list. What list are you looking at? Get out of here. Oh, this is to start the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Out of here. Derek Dwayne Rose. Wade has had a resurgence in his last dance. No, season. but he's still not, though. That's the crazy thing. Is he's still he's still not nowhere near. Oh, this is March 6th. Perfect. All right, here we go. <laughs> Where, did I not have a list? <laughs> I just was talking about Derek Rose. You know what? I'm sorry. I, you, you have yet to name four people. I have. Okay. Yeah. You. You. I named you, an entire list. Yeah. That was like in what December. Of no, okay. So as of right 2018? now, as of right okay. now, Lou Williams is above him. Without, but Lou Williams, don't roll like, your eyes. It doesn't matter. Like, yes, he's above. I him. think he should just name the award after Lou Williams this year, but then give it to somebody else. Okay? I think that's really dope. But in order to name it after him, you should still give it to him. Uh, Montrez Harrell. He's won it enough times. You don't need to do that. Montrez Harrell still above him. Sabonis is still above him. For the Indiana Pacers. Um, Fred Van Fleet. Mm. Dennis Schroeder. Mm. You can say one more you want. These guys are they are putting up better numbers. And many of those people are in a better playoff seat. Yeah, but are they the best player on their team, though? Dwayne Wade is the best player on his team. No, he's not. He, Who's better Dwayne on that team? is no longer the best player on that team. You, you, Who's a better player on that team? You have to stop. Dragic is better than him now? Mm. Dragic hasn't played like half the season. <laughs> D Wade. That's not true. What are you talking about? D Wade rests plenty. He rests okay, but like. You <laughs> see how he does the air quotes? But that the, was like, I think he's rested like, I want to say like maybe like five games. Do you really season, believe that D Wade is the best talent on your team this year? I wouldn't say like like future prospects. And when like, I would say like when Hassan Whiteside is on, he's on, right? There's no one, that, like, I think that Hassan Whiteside, when he's on his game, is probably still the best player on this team. I would say that scoring wise, uh, Josh Richardson's probably the best scorer on the team. Okay, I would say when it comes to facilitating the basketball, Justice Winslow's done a really good job in uh, Dragic's absence. Um, 
But in terms of all-around player, in terms of coming up in clutch moments, Dwayne Wade. Listen, and thank you for your for your submitted BCR. But this was a multiple choice question. <laughs> there's a bubble that says yes, and there's a bubble that says no. Is D Wade the best player on the Heat overall? What, if you give you me, are I'm asking. Hold on. Circle the bubble. There's, there's qualifiers. There's qualifiers. Okay, you no, there's not. The best player on the team. Are you talking about like if I need one guy to take over a game any given night? I am. Ta- I am talking about who is the best player on the Heat. Is it D Wade? Yes or no? I still probably say D Wade. Yeah. That's sad, and I don't. It is sad. You're gonna tell me. It, no, it's it not sad about your team. But sad is the fact that you're still saying that he's the best player in your team. No, he's not. Stop. You can't name one player better. Dragic is not better than Dwayne. Yes, Wade he right is. Son Whiteside is still better than him. Hmm. Son Whiteside has been getting like five minutes a game. Bam might be I better do. than him yeah. right now. No, not right now. Derek Jones is better than no, him right can't, now. No, you're now you're being disrespectful. Right now. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I love him airplane mode, but listen, man. I'm sorry. D-Way is not your, your your best player anymore. He's probably the best player in your franchise history. Yeah, oh, but that's not even a question. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, maybe Udonis Haslam? No, get out of here. Maybe. No, it's not. Like, it's, it's not. Maybe. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not. Now you're just getting me mad. I may go Udonis. Listen, I love me some We'll UD. talk about this later. We can. We'll do some extracurricular. We'll do it after the show show, and we can talk all about it. But right now, it is time for your favorite segment. Fact, fiction, or somewhat. Bubby, you got a fact, nice. fiction, or somewhat for us? I do. I FFS? Do. So there's, a, there's some rumors of uh, Lonzo leaving BBB. Oh, yeah. Going so to Nike. Post. So I'll give you two for one. Ooh. All right. You ready wow. for this? First, fact, fiction. I guess this really can't be a somewhat. You can't really somewhat leave Nike and go to BBB. Or maybe the somewhat is he goes somewhere else. Adidas. Right. Ooh, there we go. All right. So We're fact, workshopping it live. Let's do it. Yeah. Fact, fiction, or somewhat. Lonzo leaves BBB. For Nike. For Nike. For no. Nike. Oh, you, you added something to it. No, that's it. Because the somewhat would be he, he goes somewhere else. Right. So, John Williams, you go first. Mm, come back to me. He's gotta let I don't think he, under, yeah, I don't think he understands the concept of you yeah. go first. No, that's okay. fine. I'll go. It's cool. I yeah. got it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say fact. I say that uh, you know what what the I can't remember the name of the guy, but he <laughs> one of uh, his dad's friends ended up like embezzling like you know a one point uh, not officially, but there's a one point three or one point five million dollars out of Lavar Ball's business and personal accounts that is unaccounted for because of this uh, third party guy. So, mm. if I had to venture a guess, I'd say he'd leave. And what other what other basketball? I mean, yeah, I guess you can go to to uh, to Adidas, or you can go the Kawhi route and go with what New Balance, right? Or you could even go Puma. True, I don't Puma know. did I, really good with the last draft class, right? And that's and I understand that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that it's if you're if you want to make that money, make up money that maybe you lost by originally going with with Big Baller Brand, you got to go with the big name, and that's Nike. Okay, and to kind of piggyback on that, I would say, I would say, I guess I'm gonna just say somewhat because I, yeah, I like it. Uh, <laughs> okay, but the reason I say that is because I think his dad is a lot smarter than we give him credit for. I think so too. What what his big issue was, he was a big advocate for paying college athletes. Right. He created his whole league, the JBA. You know what I mean? A lot of kids actually played in that. Sure. They traveled, got to play, got to play a lot of good basketball, and now look. We see that not only does the NCAA thinking about paying um, college players for their likelihood, you know, whatever their, money. That, their likeness, you mean. Yeah, yeah. their likeness, of course. Yeah. Um, but also, we're looking at the NBA lowering the age. So he kind of, in a way, you know what I mean, whether his league is successful or not, whether it stands for 10 years or, you know, whether it's done now, he got yeah. his purpose across. Sure. I'm thinking that his main purpose was Lonzo getting paid big money. Sure. And the fact that people can see him out here with BBB, right. and now they're like, you know, well, maybe we can kick in a little extra. Maybe sure. we can make we can throw in some extra endorsements. So you know what I mean? Like, bit, yeah. yeah, maybe we can make it better. And if nothing else, that's exactly what his father wanted. Right. And so, honestly, I think that, like, everyone knew that Lonzo was a top prospect coming out of out of college. But I feel like his celebrity was enhanced just because his father was the character that he was. Oh, for sure. You know, and I think that that's the thing with Lavar. He's like he's a, he's an idea guy. He's a guy that like he's you know he has a lot of lofty goals, right? 
and the follow through maybe wasn't so great. <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't hear a whole lot of good things about uh, people buying big baller brand shoes and getting them on time. But I saw a guy at Disney Springs. I went to Orlando like two weekends ago, and I saw a guy wearing a BBB shirt. Really? It's I, probably his cousin. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, it was his last yeah, name I was like, I, don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for his ID. I, I don't you know. Should've. But I was like, I said, oh, okay, I see you. I, I like your shirt. And his wife started busting out laughing. The, 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 <laughs> so I guess he's probably talking about getting compliments before, but yeah. he was happy. He was smiling ear to ear, and she was kind of laughing at him. So That's funny. I have seen one person wear a shirt. So one guy got his shirt. Yeah. That's cool. Are you ready to answer now? You were supposed so to go first. So now gonna, you don't have another question. Is he going to leave for Nike? <laughs> <laughs> you refused to answer, and now you don't even know. Okay, that's yeah, fine. I didn't know the first time. I still don't know. <laughs> is he going to leave for Nike? Yeah. Yes. That picture somewhat. Yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. Or is all three fact then? You know what? That was a somewhat. You know oh, okay. what? Oh, no, no, don't go fiction. It's too late. I feel like whoever he gets the most money from is where he's going to go. So Right, but you think that's going to be Nike? Do you think Nike's going to give him the most cash? I think Puma might offer the most. I think I think Puma's actively going after the young kids. I think that they're they're setting like a, a five-year goal. Sure. Makes <laughs> so, sense. But okay, so the second one, not so easy. Maybe e- easier, but... Um, if you look into that post, what got you know the whole uh, conversation started was in the post up in the right where he's saying it's only a crazy idea or a crazy dream until you do it. Um, right. You can see his jersey is in the rafters and it's it's retired. Right next to Kobe. Yeah. So which. He didn't even put LeBron up there. He was, just said was it a Lakers jersey? LeBron's not getting his name in the rafters. Here's the thing. Year one in LA was a, was an abject failure. But here's the thing: <laughs> if he, with his career, if he goes out and he plays, you know, until his son gets to the league, and he can win the Lakers a championship, I wouldn't be surprised if they retired. Jersey. Do you think the Lakers win a championship in the next three to five years? Yes, I think they can. Depends the crazy thing is, we got to see what happens with the Warriors. That's another fact fiction or something. Yeah, that's that is. <laughs> well, yeah, I totally got away from the one that I was going to ask. Sorry, yeah, let's, let's, let's get back to you that. You know what? I we'll, think I we'll like our conversation. It. We'll save it for later. I think this is a great conversation. Fact fiction or somewhat, <laughs> LeBron wins a championship for the Lakers. That's a fact. I don't know, man. You I, didn't I, give me a timeline or anything. So, oh, so now you want to answer first. I'm definitely saying fact. I'm going to say somewhat. And this is how I'm gonna. This is this is the reason like for myself. No, because the thing is, I feel like LeBron is going to build a a team in LA that eventually, at the core, will win a championship. But I don't think he'll be on the roster for it. If that makes sense, like I think he'll get a star to sign with you know with the Lakers for a long. He'll yo the whole situation, right? And he'll kind of get everything together. But I think they'll get close. I don't think they're going to get to a championship in the next three to five. So if he says he maybe gets a job in front office or something like that, maybe. I mean, it depends on how the tenure with the Lakers goes. He's got. Yeah. I'm sure he's got an off uh, uh, an offer to be in the front office of the Cavs before he does it for uh, for the Lakers. But who pays more, right? Well, I'm gonna go since you say fact, you, you say somewhat, somewhat. I'm gonna go fiction. I love LeBron, and I yeah. and I do agree with you. I think they, I think they get a really, I think they get really close. I think they put some some good things together, but I just. And it's no knock at him whatsoever. It's right. just the fact that I, I see. I want to see how free agency goes. I want to see where guys land. I sure. want to see what what units can stay together. But I feel like with him not even making the playoffs, there's no way I can take the leap and say he wins a right. Because I mean, he hasn't been bad. He's I think he's still averaging over 26 this points probably, a game. This is one of the best statistically. This is one of his best seasons. Right. But that's the thing. Though. The whole thing with LeBron was never his statistics. The whole thing was him making the players around him better. Can we give him enough help? Because really, Lord knows he needs it. Listen, yeah. right. he's not a, enough help. For he LeBron. signed the four year deal for a reason, man. This is a Trust the process. Bro. Yeah, because he you don't. Know, Joel Embiid to the Lakers, is that what he said? <laughs> rumor. <laughs> All the rumor mill. John Williams. <laughs> we can't wait to get you in LA, Joel. It's going to be dope. Uh, be but dope. like this this summer comes, we could have a whole different conversation. That's of true. course, because he's going to have three new movies out. <laughs> he's, but your, ain't no basketball this summer, my yeah, man. Is but they, say they land two top free agents. Is your fact fiction or somewhat still the same? I, like I said, I gotta see where people go. Like right now, if somebody's asking me right now, I have to go fiction. Right. Yeah. Because because now you gotta think Why, about he's not playing anymore. 
Well, it's, it's very hard that. to win if you're not <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. It's so, true. very good <laughs> So clearly, you're but basing if he does, it on the future. By far, he's the goat. Yeah. <laughs> if he can find a way to win a championship this year, Bar he's the goat. It's no question. <laughs> Conversation's over, baby. Jordan ain't never he's did that. He's never done that. <laughs> not once. knocked out. And still won the championship. <laughs> That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. Yeah, he wins the goat. <laughs> hey man, cut this off. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> So I guess as a as a friendly recap, just for anybody who s- skips to the last page of the book to knows what happened, um, Sanaa Latham, still I'm still here, I'm still available. Um, Shannon Sharp, can't wait to get you on the podcast. Um, D Wade, we've mentioned you 11 times. Please respond to John Dennis. It's getting pathetic at this point. Uh, <laughs> tag tag D Wade on our Instagram post. Yeah, please. I got you. Um, does that, does that pretty much cover everything? No, you guys got any announcements or anything? Hmm. Not really. I mean, I will say that uh, you can always reach us at somewhatsports at gmail.com if you would like to uh, suggest some uh, show topics. You know, we like to talk about fun stuff outside of just the world of sports. But if you have any, you know, sort of topics that you want to lob our way, any questions, we'll do like a, like a mailbag segment maybe if we, uh, if we get enough good questions. And um, So that's the email for our booking. Right, yeah, somewhatsports at gmail.com. <laughs> All business inquiries go to uh, somewhatsports at gmail.com. Also, I'm available on Twitter and Instagram at John Dennis Radio. Finally got the Instagram handle. Uh, mm. Got that right. So, at John Dennis Radio on both platforms. He got his. Mm. I didn't get mine. Y'all know Bubs and Bubs View. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, which Easy. one is which? Yeah, uh, except, well, the one that, that does with pictures is probably the View one. And how do you spell y'all know, Bubs? Because it's a little weird. If you don't know at this point, y'all will never know. But y'all know. Exactly. Y'all know, Bubs. Well, who's y'all? All of them. <laughs> on folks in there. It's clear as mud. Come on. <laughs> on folks in there. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jlwilliams5. Oh, you yeah, still got numbers? Twitter. You still got <laughs> numbers? Okay. <laughs> Real mature, Rondell. Zion has numbers. Sad to his face. What? He has numbers in his name. Yeah. Corny, okay. It's 10. You compared yourself to a, to a freshman in college. Yeah. Real mature, but you, but you wouldn't say it to his face. <laughs> I would. Well, there's like a class between the two of us. Donkey Kong, yeah. Head over. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa. Anyways, uh, you can uh, follow. We can get violent. <laughs> you can always follow the uh, the podcast on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at uh, Somewhat Sports. And. Uh, I think that'll do it for us, right? Sorry again for my raspy voice. If you made it this far, whew, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> Yuck, right? I know it's been it's been bad. I feel bad, but here we are. We're still here. Uh, anyways, that'll do it for us. I'm John Dennis. That, that makes me Bubby. I guess, well, I, guess that, I guess that makes me John. Yeah, I could have been John as well. So I'm, sorry. I'm Bubby. All right. Well, on that awkward note, catch you guys next week. <laughs>